3: Welcome to episode 306 of the VEASAN Market Insights Podcast. I'm your host, Josh Applebaum. Happy Monday, everyone, and more importantly, happy Patriots Day, happy Marathon Monday. For those of you who don't know, it is a big day in Boston, a huge day in New England, uh, because it is the annual Marathon Monday game. you got to wake up early. Uh, you might miss the Sox game at 11 a.m., but I'll give you guys a quick story here, guys. You know, when I uh, I'm from Massachusetts, but I grew up on the complete left side of the state, Western Mass, small place called the Berkshires. Grew up there. Uh, always grew up, you know, my dad taking me to Fenway Park since I was five years old. Uh, but then I went to the University of Vermont for college. And when I was in college, right after I graduated, I moved to Boston. So I moved to, uh, we used to joke, it was called Building 14. It was this little apartment. I remember my, my rent was 500 a month. This was in uh, 2010. Uh, right after I graduated, and we, me and my buddy, got a two two room apartment in Brighton. A thousand bucks a month for rent. It was the third floor. Uh, it was pretty small, but we had an awesome deck, which we loved. And, uh, and and what what I loved is, you know, number one, it was during the recession, so I looked for jobs, couldn't find anything. I was an English major. Try looking for a job as an English major during uh, the Great Recession. It was definitely definitely rough. But I got lucky. So the, my first job we ever got was we were um, we moved there in December. Right after I graduated the University of Vermont, I stayed home for about six months. I worked two jobs to save up money to uh, to to pay for my my Exodus out to Boston with my buddies. But my first job we were uh, we were snow shovelers, so we'd get paid like twenty bucks an hour, and it was uh, you know part time work just to pay the rent, scratching and clawing whatever we could. But uh, I was then a caterer at MIT, and then my first real full time job I got was a server at Jerry Remy Sports Bar and Grill. So for any of you, uh, of you guys who don't know. Uh, Remy's, I think it's now called Tony C's, but it was a brand new restaurant. It it popped up right next to Fenway Park, literally, you know, from Remy's. It's where all the players parked their cars. I used to see, you know, uh, Tim Wakefield, David Ortiz, Jacoby Ellsbury, the whole crew, uh, because they would park their cars underneath Remy's, and I was a server. And basically, it it was so much fun. I was, you know, 21, 22 years old, my first job in Boston. And the beauty of it was uh, Marathon Monday. So I was there for two years, and Marathon Monday – was massive, ridiculous, because um, basically the the game coincides with when um, kind of the, the marathon runners should be crossing uh, home plate, which is in Boylston Street. And the the cool thing was um, on that day, it was the busiest day of the year. So for those two years I worked at Remy's, Marathon Monday was crazy. We had to get there at like 5 a.m. Um, people start drinking, getting food. Uh, I remember there was a Remy burger. It was like this huge, huge bacon cheeseburger with – Fried dough on both sides. That's what everyone got. We have these tall boys, these green monsters, which are awesome. But anyway, Marathon Monday always makes me think um, about when I used to work at Remy's. And it was uh, the busiest day of the year. But as a server, I could make like 500 bucks that day. And it was just like that would pay my rent for the whole month. And obviously, you bust your ass. You're dead at the end of it. But uh, both of those times, um, I got super lucky because I, I worked the Marathon Monday. And then about sixth, seventh inning, once it started to die down a little bit, uh, on one of the Marathon Mondays, I uh, I was serving a table, and it, it was kind of like rainy. It wasn't the greatest weather, and they were like, uh, and they saw me bust my ass. they were like, you know, we're, we're we want just to you know to come out and eat and see what's going on in Boston, but we're gonna skip the game. So uh, they gave me tickets on the Green Monster. It was the only time I ever saw a game from the Green Monster. It was the coolest thing in the world. Uh, but I was able to get there. I think like seventh inning, seven, eight, nine. Uh, so I made a I made like five hundred bucks, and I. Was a server and Marathon Monday. It's just there's there's a buzz in Boston, and it takes on a whole new meaning after the 2013 Marathon bombings. It's like uh, now it's just there's a different vibe, but it's still a really important day. So for those of you who don't know, it's Marathon Monday, uh, and even though I'm a diehard Sox fan, you may be, you may not. We're all Patriots today. So shout out to uh, all, all Patriots in America. And again, after the after the bombing, it was. Uh, and actually, I left the year right before that happened, so you know I probably would have been there. Uh, if I uh, if I didn't get my my job working in uh, working at Sports Insights my first job in the industry so it's just funny but I wanted to share that because a lot of people uh, I actually saw on Twitter the Sox have these really cool I think they're awesome they kind of look like UCLA it's like yellow and blue and everyone on Twitter's like what are the Red Sox doing these uniforms are stupid and I'm like dude it's Marathon Monday they're modeled after the marathon uh, and, and like people didn't get it, I was like. Whatever, I'm not gonna battle people, but I think they're cool anyway. Uh, but that being said, guys, a new week begins. Uh, first question before I uh, before we start breaking down games: Did anyone play a little bit of biting, a little bit of UFC on Saturday? Because the boys and girls, Maureen Chase, I'm looking at you, uh, swept the board. How about a little four and zero in UFC? Romanov, our guy, Cortez, Pena, Violent Bob Ross. That was kind of lucky he got the split decision or the decision there, and that was kind of could have gone either way. And our guy Whitaker in the main event. So. UFC, that's uh, back-to-back weeks. What, 4-1, 4-0, 8-1? So let's go. And, again, it's rudimentary, but younger, taller, longer reach, and a line move. And someone actually tweeted me. It was great. Um, That guy Jake Paul, the YouTube guy, I think he's kind of a jerk. But uh, he ended up winning his fight, and someone tweeted me, and they're like, younger, taller, longer reach, line move, Jake Paul. So uh, beautiful, even when you don't bet it at cashes. But, uh, anyway, guys, hope you had a fantastic weekend. I had a great weekend. Uh, on the Lombardi line, and uh, again, Saturday, Sunday, when you're looking for the pod. There is no pod, unfortunately, but you can always tune in to the Lombardi line, 10 a.m. Eastern to noon to get all the updates, and we're really hammering home. A lot of draft props. Uh, we're making Mike Lombardi an MLB guy, um, and I actually have an update on unders in baseball and also a system in the NBA that's been cashing. Knock on wood, I don't want to jinx it, but I love it, so I'm going to share it with you guys, and we, you know, it's nothing you haven't heard before. You mentioned it a lot, but it's just crushing it, so hopefully we'll, we'll continue here. Uh, but a lot to get going here. A new week begins, um, and it's it's nice in Boston. It's like sixty-five degrees. I got the windows open. Um, I got shorts and a T-shirt on. It's nice. It's a it's a good day. So I hope everyone had a great, happy, healthy, safe, um, prosperous weekend. Because uh, guess what? No days off. We're back at it today. So reminder before we get after it again. Seven major league baseball games. A little light lighter slate here, um, but I think it's a big NBA NHL night. Nine games in the NBA. Eight games in the NHL. We're gonna get to it all. So just get ready, grab your notebook, grab your pen. We're going to we're gonna run through it all. Uh, but I just wanted to mention real quick, housekeeping as always. Um, if you are new to VEASAN or new to the pod, number one, thank you for tuning in. Thank you for making the Market Insights pod a part of your day, a part of your, hopefully, your, your capping routine each day. I don't expect anyone to play every bet we talk about or, uh, you know, you pick and choose, you do what you want. But hopefully it kind of keeps you dialed in and maybe there's a game where, oh, I missed that, but it's pretty sharp and I played it and I, and I got a cash. So that's always my goal, just to kind of, uh, help you guys make sharper bets, highlight system matches, contrarian plays, sharp movement, offer some betting tips along the way. I got a great tweet from somebody who just started betting baseball and had no idea what, what um, action versus listed pitcher is. And uh, he bet the listed pitcher, and he bet on Strasburg in the Nats yesterday. Strasburg gets scratched. He might be on the DL now. Um, but it was minus 200 with the Nats. Strasburg scratched. New guy comes in. Line drops like minus 140. And wouldn't you know it, uh, the Arizona Diamondbacks won. So this guy tweeted me, and he's like, thank you so much. I thought I lost, but it was listed pitcher, and it saved me a loss. So uh, those little things. Hopefully you come to the pod for those uh, those little tips there that maybe can help you either win a bet or save you from a losing bet, hopefully. Uh, but but as I mentioned, if you're new to the pod uh, or new to VEASAN, thank you. But number two, sign up for the newsletter, VEASAN.com slash newsletter. It's the best way to stay plugged into everything that's going on in the sports betting market and stay plugged into everything that's going on at VEASAN. It'll have a rundown of every uh, program that day. It'll have Dave Tooley's ATS report from the night night before. It'll have my Market Insights column, getting you up to date on line moves, sharp plays, everything, hopefully beat a couple numbers early. Uh, And it'll also have um, all links to JBT's NBA, Steve Mackin and the whole crew. And it's free. That's the best part. So you got to get it, wake up with the newsletter. And the best part, too, promos for legal states. We have more states legalizing, which is fantastic. Again, I'm still waiting on Massachusetts. I feel like it'll never happen, and I also feel like it'll be any day now. But uh, regardless, we have um, promos. If you live in a legal state, sign up, get an odds boost, get a sign-up bonus. Uh, Take advantage of it all because they want your business, and uh, you can use it as a shop for the best line opportunity with more outs, which is really, really important. But vsan.com slash newsletter, that's where you sign up for the newsletter. And, of course, if you're looking to take the next step, and really uh, go deeper into sports betting. You can sign up for a VEASAN membership. That's where you get everything that we offer. I'm lucky enough to host, host the pod, write the newsletter, uh, do Lombardi lines and betting across America and all that. But uh, we have so much more to offer, so many other sharp people who can help you win. Uh, and the best way is to sign up for a VEASAN membership, VEASAN.com slash subscribe, 10-day free trial. If you like it, you can keep it. Go monthly, save money, get a year. but That'll get you every points for a weekly magazine. It will get you um, the best bet email in the afternoon listing all the best bet picks from guests and hosts, uh, 20% off the store, all of our betting guides, and uh, uh, be able to watch all the programming live on VEASAN.com. So that's VEASAN.com slash subscribe. Then lastly, get on Twitter. Twitter's where the betting combo never ends. Twitter is not only important um, you know, for tracking injuries, especially in the NBA, tracking guys that are questionable, but baseball right now it's massive for scratch pitchers or uh, lineups coming out. Uh, so get on Twitter, and then also make sure you follow at Live the mothership and make sure you follow me your buddy josh Applebaum. that's me at josh underscore insights that's i-n-s-i-g-h-t-s and of course if you ever want to shoot me an email you ever want to say hello introduce yourself got a question about betting you got to get referred to a new sports book any way that i can help you uh that is my job here so uh hit me up anytime i'd love to uh know who i'm sitting next to at the virtual bar every day sweating sharp contrarian plays you can email me josh at vcin.com so as we dive right in here um, I wanted to mention a couple things that I've noticed that hopefully we can use to our advantage. So, number one, if you read the newsletter this morning, uh, the first thing that I mentioned, excuse me, guys, sorry, my, my allergies again. i got to get my, my daily Zyrtec here. Anyone else have seasonal allergies? I, you know, you've heard me say this before, but the freaking pollen count was killing me in the spring. But anyway, um, I wanted to mention something about under. So we do know in Major League Baseball it's been a dog year. Uh, dogs are doing very, very well. And what we've seen kind of, Uh, So far, dogs 109 and 118, so you're only winning 48% of your dogs. Um, But the key is, it's not a spread or money or or an over-undersport. With dogs plus money payouts, you're 109 and 118, but you're up 27 units. $100 better is up $2,700. Again, we've done this before. You can go back to last week's pod. doesn't mean you bet every dog. You know, isolate dogs, layer on things we like, dogs with high totals, dogs with line moves, um, divisional dogs, all that kind of stuff. But, the other under the radar thing that's done well is unders so if you saw yesterday unders in baseball went 11 three and one just a massive day and on the year they're 118 and 103 uh, with seven pushes so that's 53.4 percent so again that you're paying the juice there so um, you're not you know up crazy here uh, but overall you know 50 what did I say 54 um, percent or what was it yeah 50 yeah, 53.4 pretty much 54 percent you're up around seven units, so it's not that bad. It's actually pretty profitable. Decent. Not like dogs, but still pretty good. Unders. And it's the same thing. Public loves favorites. Public loves overs. As contrarians, we like to take dogs and unders because we can take advantage of public bias, inflated numbers, shaded lines, all that. Um, but here's the key. And the same thing with dogs. We don't just want to blindly bet every under. We want to layer on things that are make them better. Uh, so this is the one. Draw a line at 8.5. When the total is 8.5 or higher, uh, the hook on the 8.5 or higher, The under is 71 and 54, two pushes, 57%. So you just went from 54% to 57% just by looking at totals eight and a half or higher. But here's the other one that really, really shocked me. And what what I do is like anytime I see something doing well, like dogs or unders, then I just dial up my database and just start adding crazy filters, anything I can think of to try to isolate, um, an even better edge. So here's the key here, guys. Um, inflated unders this one shocked me i had to double check it's, tot- it's all right uh but inflated unders this is the best spot of the year thus far uh it's kind of crazy but it's when the line rises the total at least a half run so the total goes from nine to nine and a half eight to eight and a half, um, eight and a half um to nine ten to ten and a half whatever it may be um now on the one hand you say okay there must be some respected money coming in there to make that thing rise you probably took some over money but here's the interesting thing with unders doing well when you're getting an extra half run, inflated lines, you know, we did that a lot in March Madness, um, these inflated unders are 21-8-1, 72.4%. So this just goes to show that, you know, contrarian plays with the under, often smart because public loves overs. But here's the other thing. If you're getting an extra half run, um, maybe because the public's moving it, you know, probably some respected money as well. But that just shocked me. If it's inflated at least a half run, the under is 21-8. and eight. So just keep that in mind moving forward. If you like an under anyway, but it goes up a half run, usually that makes me lay off because I'll say to myself, yeah, probably respect the money hit it. That's actually done very, very well. So inflated unders, if you see it rise, at least a half run, and you buy low and take the under, 72%. It's crushing it. Uh, The other one I want to mention before we dive right in, NBA short favorites. This is a system, uh, and I'm not going to lie, I don't want to jinx it. I I knock on wood, just I pray to the the superstitious uh, gods of gambling. Um, I'm loving NBA recently, guys, uh, and we're on, a, we're on kind of a heater here. And the key is these short favorites, minus three or less. So it cashed again yesterday with the Hawks. If you listen to the Lombardi line, it's a play we mentioned yesterday. The Bulls the other night on the money line. I think that was, what, Saturday night. But these favorites, minus three or less, they're 137 and 115, 54.4%. You're up 15 units. But here's where it gets good. And, again, layer on more things uh, to isolate an even better edge. Short favorites minus three or less with a line move in their favor. So a short favorite minus three or less goes from minus one and a half to minus two. Minus two and a half to minus three. Um, a pick them to minus one. The line moves toward the short favorite. Uh, 75 and 55, 58%. 16 units, you're up. Uh, and then here's the absolute banger. A short road favorite uh, with a line move. So you're three or less, you're on the road, and you're on the road, and you go from minus one to minus one and a half, or minus two to minus two and a half. 43 and 28 ATS, 61%. You're up 12 units. So moving forward, short faves NBA. We'll be banging those left and right. And then number two, unders, um, and unders eight and a half or higher in baseball, and the kicker, those inflated unders. Um, So that being said, and again, I always want to update you guys on this because if I'm cashing with something, I want you guys to cash with something. And that is, uh, and that is these, uh, these NBA short favorites and these unders and dogs. Um, and I always uh, get excited when I have something good and profitable that I can share with you, hopefully help you win. Because, again, if you do well, I do well. If I do well, you do well. We're in this together. Um, and, again, we're not trying to beat the book. As a contrarian, you like the book. The book is your friend. When the book does well, you do well. Um, when the book gets hit and the public cr- uh, kills it, you probably don't do well. Uh, but, again, every time I see, like, on Twitter – It's like, let's kill the books tonight. Let's crush the bookies. Let's destroy the books. It's like, no, as a contrarian, you're on the side of the book. And there's a reason, there's a method to the madness, because more often than not, the book wins. Uh, But that being said, let's talk some games for tonight. Uh, First one that caught my eye, uh, a short favorite, St. Louis Cardinals. So Cardinals, 7 o'clock game. They're at Washington. You got Flaherty, young stud ace for St. Louis at Washington. What I like about this one, guys, uh, pretty much opened at a, as a pick'em minus 105 both sides, and you're really seeing the movement toward the Cardinals. So the Cardinals went from minus 105 on the road to around minus 108, minus 109, minus 110, uh, and that's important because the slate majority of bets are on Washington here, um, because you do have um, you know both teams uh, you know losing records here, but uh, with some plus money or kind of even uh, maybe a little bit slight bias here toward uh, toward Washington. Um, but what I like about this one, guys, and also Joe Ross is 1-0 with a zero ERA. Flaherty, even though I love him, he's 2-0. He's got a 4.11. So maybe that has something to do with it. Uh, but I like this spot, too, um, for St. Louis. This was matched to me. Short pick em with a line move in their favorite. Um, and you also have a favorite with a low total. So total in this game is eight. Uh, favorites with low totals, that's a good thing. Fewer amount of expected runs scored, more likely it comes from that quote-unquote better team. So I'm going to buy a low on St. Louis here. pick them game, line's moving to St. Louis. they got their ace on the mound. Favorite low total. Uh, give me the cards in that one. Keep on cruising. San Fran and Philadelphia. Almost a similar sort of thing where keep an eye on this one. I'm like 75%. I, I'd like some continued movement, but I'm leaning on San Francisco in this one. See, if Basically, if you like St. Louis, you're going to like San Fran. Same sort of thing. This was kind of a pick em type game. Uh, it's now moving to San Francisco on the road, minus 110. Um, I do have a system here. Uh, hot team is a small favorite. Um, with different parameters here. But it's 3-1 this year at 63% historically. I do have a match here uh, on the G-Men. Uh, and G-Men here, um, you know, let's see, kind of even, I guess, 9-6 and six San Fran, 8-7 Philly. Uh, but you do have the Ace Gosman on the mound. Uh, zero, 0-0 with a 3.2 ERA, slight move to San Fran. Um, so I'd keep an eye on that one as well. Uh, here's another one. Uh, if you're looking for a dog, I'm leaning Tampa Bay. And I tell you what, guys. Uh, did anyone ride Tampa Bay in that Yankees series? Talk about gambler's fallacy, what we talk about all the time. Um, you know, a good team, Quote, and I don't even know if the Yankees are good. Uh, my guy, Will Hill, is uh, he's apoplectic. Apople- sorry, apoplectic. I can say it in my head. I can't really, break, you know, I can't say it too well. Apoplectic it means he's going nuts. He's going crazy uh, because his Yankees are struggling right now. Um, but I, th- I like to spot with Tampa Bay, number one. And, again, that's a gambler's fallacy series with the Yankees because Tampa Bay swept them. They won 8-2, to 6-3, to 4-2. to two. And the coup de grace was winning uh, yesterday against Garrett Cole, 4-2. to two. Uh, And that was a massive hit. I think Tampa was like plus 210, something like that. But that was a situation of uh, Yankees are good. They're losing. They have to win today with Cole in their ace on the mound. No, they don't have to. It's every game's individual. So, um, you know, each each spin is a new spin at the roulette wheel. When you spin the roulette wheel, they spin the ball around the wheel. The ball doesn't say, "Oh, I landed red last time, so I better land black this time." No, it's individual. It's it's the randomness. And again, you don't want to fall into the trap of the Yankees are good. They got it one with Cole. Uh, Tampa Bay won three in a row. Um, I am kind of buying low on Kansas City. I like Kansas City has a club. I think they made some good moves here. But I like this movement toward Tampa Bay. So Tampa Bay open. You know, some of these shops are around minus one fifteen. Kansas City at home. The line's down to minus one ten. I'm seeing some movement toward Tampa Bay. They would match uh, dog with a line move. Uh, you're up uh, about 5% ROI, return on investment, dog off a win, uh, 6% ROI, dogs in general, sweet spot dogs, 140 or less. Road dogs have done very well, almost a 15% ROI. So a little line move to Tampa. Um, and you do have some uh, some system matches here on the raise. So I was looking at buying low on the raise. And, again, try to get some plus money. I see an even I see a plus-101, a plus-102, a plus-103. You may not think it, it's much of a big deal, but if you're consistently getting two or three cents better, um, think about how many games you're going to bet in a Major League Baseball season. A ton of games. So extrapolate that. Three cents today, you know, six cents tomorrow, boom, boom, boom. Do some math over the course of a year. That's going to be a few more units in your pocket, uh, which can make a difference. Though. But, I'm, uh, yeah, I'm looking at Tampa there. See if we can keep it going. Uh, probably my favorite play of the night, uh, San Diego. I'm loving the pods here. Um, this, to me, is your sharpest play of the day. Um, doesn't mean you put five units on it. It's flat betting. Every play is the same. But I love this movement towards San Diego. San Diego finally got a win uh, against the Dodgers there, 5-2 yesterday, plus 118 dog against Bauer. Um, you've seen Milwaukee. there, eight 8-7, but they've kind of gone win-loss, win-loss, win-loss their last few games here. Uh, I love this matchup, Musgrove against Woodruff. And number one, you're getting Tatis there. He's been back a few days here. Looks like Christian Jelic, uh, Kane, Wong, got a lot of guys still out for the brew crew. Um, but I about this one. It's all about the line move. This is a really sharp move toward the pods. The fathers went from around minus 130 all the way to minus 150. So that would match a lot of steam. Uh, steam 20 cents or more, 51% this year. Um, again, plus money with the payouts. Steam 10 cents or more in a non-division game, especially if you're a favorite. You don't want to be... Uh, in the division if you're a favorite, because uh, divisional dogs do better. Um, but $0.10 cents or more non-division steam, 58%, 29 and 21 here. Also have a system, home non-division favorite with a big move, 65% historically. And you also have a very low total. Uh, the line in this game, I think it was seven and a half, seven 7, all the way down to 6.5. It's a lot of under money coming in, but I like that. Uh, you got Musgrove with through a no-no a couple starts ago. Uh, banged up Milwaukee club, big move and a non-division favorite to the pods. Give me the pods. I think if you're making one baseball play today, it's the Padres. That's my favorite play. Uh, and then keep on cruising. Going Dodgers. I know it's a big number, uh, but the Dodgers all, uh, open around minus 190. They're creeping up to minus 200. So you got a little line move to the Dodgers. Um, you do have kind of this really good team off a of loss bounce-back spot um, because the Dodgers, you know, best record in baseball, 13-3. and But, you know, coming off a loss to San Diego, you know, really good team. Um, sometimes when, my, when I uh, think back to the glory days of Edelman, Gronk, and uh, Danny Amendola and Tom Brady, remember any anytime the pat's off a loss, you, know, you get a good uh, good effort, good bounce back. And it's what, my, what you might get here with the Dodgers. But my key here for betting the Dodgers is interleague favorites. Um, interleague play, uh, you know, again, it's not as pronounced as it used to be because it used to be just a, a special thing every once in a while. It's definitely, you know, happens more often now, interleague play. But interleague favorites this year 13 and 7, 65%. So again, you know, AL versus NL, is it a DH? Is it the pitcher hitting? You have different rules and lack of familiarity benefits the better team. Uh, so it would match with the Dodgers here. And you've seen this historically in interle- interleague play, favorites do pretty good. So I'm going, I'm going Dodgers there. It's a good opportunity to bet the Dodgers. If I didn't have this interleague edge, I wouldn't be as big on the Dodgers because I don't really want to lay a minus 200 on a road team. Uh, we got uh, Dustin May on the on the bump here, uh, and you do have Dodgers who uh, historically uh, do very very well against left-handed pitchers. They're already four and two, but again, they're they're you know they're winning against everybody here. Uh, but there you have it, late night pods and Dodgers. And I like that interleague fave system. So that being said, don't go anywhere. We're halfway through the pod, uh, but I told you it was a big NBA and NHL night. So don't go anywhere. When we get back, we're gonna run the board NBA. Uh, we do have a short fave line move system match, so I'll let you guys know about that. I got a couple wise guy hazmat plays. I got a total for you, and in the NHL, I think. Gonna, I think uh, knock on wood. Hopefully, you left the equipment out in the mudroom to dust it off, get that stench off it, um, let the let the wind blow the the odor off. Uh, but put all your hockey stuff in your bag. Uh, let's jump in the uh, let's jump in the car with mom, throw it in the trunk. And we're going to the rink. So let's have a night in hockey. Don't go anywhere. Gonna finish up strong on a marathon Monday, a Patriots Day matchup between uh, between my Sox and uh, and and the, and the Chai Sox here. I'm looking at the total. I actually took over seven and a half, and it was a late move. Um, but I saw some uh, liability to the over. I saw wind blowing out. And I saw an over ump. This is an early play for me. It's six to one Red Sox in the first inning. Can I get an, can I get my over seven and a half in the first inning? Wouldn't that be nice? Uh, but don't go anywhere, guys. We're gonna finish up strong. NBA, NHL. Uh, On a Monday edition of the VEASAN Market Insights Podcast with me, your buddy, your host, your Marathon Monday wise guy, your buddy Josh Applebaum. Don't go anywhere, guys. We'll be right back.
4: Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds to Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club.
3: All right, everyone, we are back at it. Uh, so after uh, starting the pod here with some housekeeping over the weekend, a little 4-0 and biting in the UFC, let's see if we can keep it going. I want to make that a thing every Friday. Hopefully keep it going with our, our very rudimentary. People can hate on it, but uh, results are results, baby. Younger, taller, longer reach, line move. Pretty simple. Uh, but 4-0 UFC, 8-1 and last two uh, biting Saturdays. We have another big card coming up here, uh, so hopefully we can keep that going. But uh, we we updated some under trends in baseball, some short favorite trends in uh, betting systems in the NBA. Just talk Major League Baseball, and I told you it was a big NBA and NHL night. So let's talk some NBA NHL. Uh, first one in the NBA that caught my eye. I got a moneyline play on the Cleveland Cavaliers. Uh, this is like hazmat, hazmat, uh, as gross as it gets. Because who wants to who wants to bet on the Cleveland Cavs to win a game. I mean, they're terrible, uh, 20 and 36. But they're going against maybe a more terrible team, uh, 17 and 40, with Detroit, who's trying to get Cade Cunningham, the number one pick. If the uh, ping pong balls go their way. Uh, but number one, I like this line move, and it matches the system I just told you that I loved. So how could how dare how dare I give you my favorite system and then not mention the game that it matches tonight? It matches with the Cavs. Short favorite with a line move. The Cavs open. Uh, minus two, minus two and a half on the road. They're up to minus three now. Salon is moving in their favor. This would match that short fave with a move system, short faves in general. Um, All these system matches, especially these road teams, uh, would match with the Cavs. So I went money line. uh, I got minus 140. It's creeping up here. I think it might be minus 145. Uh, The other thing is injuries. I mean, everyone's out for the Pistons. Who are they going to play tonight? Are they going to bring back Joe Dumars and uh, Rip Hamilton? I don't know. But Jeremy Grant's out, Smith, Plumley. Doombuya, Wayne Ellington, Joseph, Magruder. I mean, their injury report is crazy. And you do have the Cavs, uh, I think, are fully healthy. But system match there. I did see some over money come into that game. If you like the over, it was 212.5 up to 213.5. So money's coming in. Uh, keep on cruising. This is a really wise guy play, but you need Steph Curry out. I've seen a lot of money at the 76ers at home. Sixers open at home against Steph Curry, uh, minus eight. Minus 8.5, the line's up now up to 9. I saw a lot of money hit the minus 8, minus 8.5 for Philly. uh, Draw this line up. Um, You're going to need Curry. The only way – and here's the other thing. Curry's questionable. uh, But Tobias Harris, George Hill, uh, Seth Curry, Dwight Howard, they're questionable as well. Maybe you want to lay off this one. But if you have the time and, you know, you can monitor Twitter and check out these injury reports. And remember, at nba that's my favorite – Uh, follow for nba breaking injuries they're really the first year but if you see curry out you know harris hill how you know these guys probable and it's still minus nine i consider the minus nine um it's just it's notable to me that big you know question marks for curry and uh, a lot of money flowing in on the sixers here Um, and you actually have kind of like majority bets on the warriors saying that's a huge number um, but yet it's moving to the sixers so is this a you know sixers win by 14 type of game Uh, we shall see keep on cruising same sort of thing. I see some wise guy money on my Celtics here. My Celtics have been crazy good recently. Um, and I will say, I'm not a big live line guy. Uh, but I did live line the Celtics when they were down six. Uh, again, live lining, I think, has a lot of value. But the trap you fall into is, you know, you, you feel like you can make a case to live line everything at all times. And that's when you get in trouble if you bet too many live lines. So I do it very, very, rare. I may live line one game a week, to be totally honest with you. Um, but the Celtics, when they were playing the Warriors the other night, was it, Saturday night? Uh, They are down by six. And Steph Curry, um, I thought he was hurt. He, like, banged his knee, and I don't know. I I thought he would leave the game. He didn't leave the game. But at the time, I think the Celtics were, like, minus 120. They twenty. They're like, even money. I live-lined the Celtics. They ended up winning the game, which was awesome. But I thought Curry was immediately going to be out. He actually continued to play. He hit a crazy three in the corner uh, right after. Um, But those live-line opportunities, it's really only when you can pick your spots like that that I see value with live-lines. I feel like a favorite that gets down early. Um, That's another spot that I like. But anyway, I'm looking at the Celtics laying the points here. They open minus five and a half. They're up to minus six. But, again, do the dance in the NBA. You have a couple guys questionable, um, Kemba Walker and Jalen Brown. We're going to want them in here. Obviously, the Bulls have no Zach Levine. Um, But if if you get Kemba, uh, if you get Brown in there, Celtics minus six. I think that thing rises, but I've seen some money hit the Celtics on that one. Uh, Keep on cruising. Look at an over with the Rockets in the heat here. i uh, seen some money come in. We do know the Rockets have been pretty good to the over. They're a young team that is bad, but, you know, scores a lot, doesn't give up and uh, doesn't play any defense, which is a recipe for an over. But I saw this one. Uh, it was like 218 up to 218.5. And, and did have some system matches. Uh, Rockets late season overs April and beyond are 8-2. and two, And this would be my back-to-back over system. So um, you have, uh, have a back-to-back spot where Houston played the last night. Um, and actually, both teams when both teams are on a back to back, the over is 26 and 23 53 percent. Um, but if you isolate it a little bit more and you look at non conference, it gets even better. Um, so that would be a match there to that over. I feel like the over in the Rockets game. And then, the last one, uh, I'm really digging a sharp play with um, the Phoenix Suns. Suns are on the road at the Bucks, and gonna be a great game, eight, eight o'clock game. I mean. I don't know if that's going to be your NBA Finals. I think the Lakers got something to say about that. But um, great matchup. Two of the best teams here going head-to-head. But you did see the Milwaukee Bucks opened, I think, like minus three, minus three and a half. I saw four opener. Uh, it's down to two and a half. I even see it going down to two. So tickets are split here. Public doesn't know what to do. But I've seen all money hit Phoenix. So if you can get Phoenix at plus three, you know, I think that's kind of gone now. Maybe you get a two and a half at this point. This would match to me, short dog, high total. Uh, more expected points scored, um, more likely upset opportunities. I uh, also have a bounce back after a blowout system match here on the the Suns uh, because the Suns just lost by 20-something against San Antonio. Um, so I'm digging that spot, getting points. I think you get a good bounce back there from the Phoenix Suns. So keep an eye on that. Um, and as I'm speaking, I'm seeing some money at the Thunder Wizards over. I'm um, kind of just seeing this now. It was 230 up to 231. And let's see what I got. Non-conference over 230 or more, 57% this year. Um, high over 230, more 52. Over, home team missed the playoffs, road made it 50. <coughs> Excuse me, 56%. So seeing some steam hit the Thunder Wizards over there. Keep on cruising. Let's go to a little NHL. I got a question for you. Did anyone bet on my Boston Bruins yesterday? Oh, my God, what a game. Uh, steam like you read about. Bruins are like minus 130 up to minus 150, uh, and my bees won six to three. It was a great game here. Uh, yesterday I was going nuts uh, every time the Bruins scored. They got up 2-0, then they gave up three goals. Came down three to two, tied it up, and then they ended up rolling. So my bees with Taylor Hall, uh, with Mike Riley, with with Curtis Lazar, we're making moves, baby. Krejci's finally got some w- uh, wingers. Let's talk NHL. Couple games that caught my eye. First one, uh, Florida Panthers. This is a play on Florida, and it's a fade of Columbus Blue Jackets. CBJ sold off, uh, got rid of a lot of their players, and they've lost five in a row. I think it's a team that's kind of tanking down the stretch, and Florida is a great team to bet on, especially at home. Um, I don't love this line move. It actually dipped a little bit. You know, Some of these books were minus 215, minus 220 Florida, down to minus 200. But I got a lot of system matches. I'm going to buy low here, minus 200 on Florida, risk my one unit, try to get a half unit back, always bet to risk, not bet to win. But system matches here, big fave, minus 200 or more, 90 and 31, 74%. Uh, Sweet spot, home favorites, minus 200 or more off a win, 41 and 13, 76% in that one. Uh, Home faves, minus 150 or more, minus 175 or more, 74%. A lot of matches with Florida. So, again, this is a play on Florida. It's a fade to CBJ. Give me the Panthers there. Uh, Looking at Dallas, and this is a big number to lay against Detroit. And I'll be honest, I bet against Detroit a few games. Detroit, I don't know. I thought this was a team that was going to give up and be dead. They got rid of all their guys. Detroit battles, man. I don't know what's going on. They won three in a row, two against Carolina, one against Chicago. But I like this spot for Dallas just because the line's way too high, which makes me like it even more. Um, you saw Dallas open minus 210. They're up to minus 240. So, it's again, it's tough to lay this, this big number here. You could have gotten a, a better number earlier. But I'm looking at uh, sweet spot, 200 or more off a win, 76%. Uh, big phase 200 or more, 74%. And uh, let's see, got a system called bet against bad road team. Uh, so Detroit's been awful on the road 47 and 19, 71%. So another another riskier one unit. Try to get a little less than half unit back on Dallas. Keep on cruising. Going back to all the wild. Wild have treated me well. For some reason, I love sweating the wild. I don't know what it is. Uh, but Minnesota, um, they've won three in a row. You have Arizona who've struggled. They just got a win against St. Louis. And I will say, did anyone bet the uh, St. Louis Blues on Saturday night? The Blues were up 2-0, gave up three goals and lost to the freaking Arizona Coyotes. Now that I'm remembering that now, it was super annoying. Uh, but keep on cruising. Um, I was looking at Minnesota there on the road, around minus 140 to minus 145. This would be a road fade with a line move, 63%. Uh, it would also be a rested road fade, two days off for more, 64%. So looking at Minnesota there. Uh, I love this play on Calgary at home against Ottawa. It's a bet against Matt Murray, Uh, but you look at um, Calgary, they open around minus 200. They're going up to around minus 210. A lot of system matches there against Ottawa. Uh, Fave minus 150 or more, high total six or higher, 70% this year. Fave off a loss, opponent off a win, 64%. Uh, Fave off a loss, who made the playoffs last year, 67%. All these system matches, rested Fave as well, 64% on Calgary. So let's go Flames. Uh, Edmonton, you're going to probably like this one because it's a short number. So bettrist not bad bet to win. You're almost getting a full unit back, um, but with Edmonton, I like this spot. They open around minus one fifteen. They put you around minus one twenty five at home against Montreal. This would be a fave home fave versus a tired team. Seventy percent this year. Um, so if you look at Edmonton in this spot, um, they last played the seventh. Both teams last played the seventeenth, but um, the Edmonton played the seventeenth, and the game before that was the tenth. Since that time, Montreal has played seventeenth, sixteenth, fourteenth, twelfth, and tenth. So that's a rested versus tired. Uh, Tired Montreal club is now on the road and lines moving to Edmonton. So give me the oil. And the last one of the night, a little big dip here, but it's starting to come back. I like it. I'm getting a better number. VGK is going to be a play for me pretty much all down the stretch here. I love this team right now. Uh, I think this is a team that is one of those teams you isolate down the stretch that that hopefully is going to roll, knock on wood, and continue to roll. But this is like a game that, you know, I'm not going to outsmart myself. Um, You did see the line dip. You know, some books were actually not really. Maybe that was a bad opener. Uh, I saw one book open minus 250 Vegas, but others were like minus 220. It's creeping up to minus 230. But, again, this is a game, don't outsmart yourself. Uh, You have Sharks who have lost like five, six in a row. I think Knights have won five in a row, maybe even more than that. Um, And you do have VGK who has, um, let's see, one, two, three, four. They're five and all against San Jose this year. I think that's right. Um, So I'm laying the wood. A lot of system matches here. Uh, Fave minus 150 or more. Total six or more. 70% sweet spot. Uh, Home faves minus 200 or more off a win. 76%. A lot of matches here. So give me VG Kizzle. We're going to go to Circa. We're going to get a cabana. Mike Palm's going to hook it up. We're going to sweat VGK watch party tonight. Let's go Knights, baby. Uh, But there you have it. On a marathon Monday, on Patriots Day, guys. Uh, my over is looking pretty good in baseball. Uh, guess what? It just cash. Seven to one. Woo! Anyone cashing an over in the first inning? Beautiful. Over seven and a half. Let's go. Let's effing go. Uh, beautiful. That's a, that's a good start to the day. Um, but anyway, guys, uh, reminder, if you enjoy the Market Insights podcast, if it's helped you cash a few bets, if you've learned a few tips and strategies, if uh, betting to risk, not betting to win has helped you, or you're getting into hockey or baseball or, you know, action versus listed pitcher and now you never knew it, now you bet listed pitcher every time and it's helped you, whatever it may be. um, You know, if the pod has been a benefit to you and it's become part of your daily, you know, sports capping routine uh, and you enjoy it and you want to thank me or let me know you appreciate the pod and the hard work I put in, I ask one thing of you. Uh, Buy my book. Go to Amazon.com, type in the Everything Guide to Sports Betting, pick up a copy for you or for a friend. um, And especially if you got a, maybe a buddy who lives in a newly legalized state and uh, maybe Arizona uh, or I don't know, New York getting mobile betting soon here or Maryland. And uh, they want to bet on sports and and you say, Hey, I I bet every day I grind with this guy, Josh Apple. He's a a contrarian guy and he's got some tips and uh, they might help you. So you pick up a copy for your friend or for you, your buddy who wants to get into betting or just takes every favorite, every home team parlays, everything takes every over, Uh, but it would mean a lot to me guys. If you want to pick up a copy. And if, uh, if you, um, If you've already got a copy, thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. It means a lot to me. Well, that being said, whether I see you at the Borgata in Atlantic City, Twin River in Rhode Island, the Brook in New Hampshire, Stadium Swim, the beautiful Circa Sportsbook, or the good old South Point, where the true grinders get down, where Billy Walters sends his number runners, where the lowest juice possible is found, um, you're going to walk up to me, and you're going to show me a Romanoff ticket in UFC, a Cortez, our girl Cortez rolled. A violent Bob Ross Pena ticket. A Whitaker ticket. How about a 4-0 UFC? I'm still amped. There's something about the fr- the Saturday night biting that I love. Uh, it's just crazy when you're sweating these uh, uh, these UFC plays. Because at any moment, at any moment, your guy or girl could get knocked out, submitted. Uh, it's just like a crazy sweat. And, uh, and I love that our, our rudimentary model, younger, taller, longer reach, line move, uh, is 8-1 and one last two weeks. So let's keep it going. Uh, but there you have it, guys. Stay sharp, stay contrarian, bet against the public, place yourself on the side of the house. Always be with the smart money, never against it. Will smart money win every time? No, nothing does. No locks, no guarantees in sports betting. Anyone who tells you otherwise is completely wrong. Uh, There's nothing guaranteed in sports betting. But if you consistently are against the public, you walk into the bar, everyone's sweating team A, you want to be on team B, uh, you're with the house and you're with the smart money. Uh, The pros who do this uh, have been doing it for a long time and have a track record of success. That's how you're going to grind long-term and win. Uh, And, of course, have multiple outs beat the closing number. That's the mark of a successful better. Even if you lose a bet. You know, if we bet the Patriots minus 7, they close at minus 8, they lose the game or don't cover, I'll be upset I'm a Pats fan. Um, But that was a losing bet, but it really was a smart bet because he beat the closing number. Once you view sports betting through the prism of closing line value, it'll completely change the way you look at sports and evaluate yourself as a better. because luck comes and goes. But if you're consistently getting a better number than what it closes at, that's gonna that's gonna lead you to success long term. But anyway, guys, have an excellent Monday. Enjoy your Patriots Day. Uh, enjoy your Marathon Monday. Um, it's it's nice out, so uh, I got Lombardi Line coming up, and um, maybe I'll uh, I'll get outside here, enjoy the, enjoy the sunshine, maybe I can find a way to sweat my games out there in, in the sun. But uh, good luck. Stay sharp. Stay contrarian, and uh, and of course, keep grinding, guys. That's the name of the game. Flat betting and no parlays. Uh, Don't bet parlays. They're a penny slot to the house. But good luck, everyone, Um, and I will see you tomorrow. Have an excellent Patriots day.